0: Hey, this is John Helps You Write Better, and I'm John. And before we get started today, I actually wanted to do a little bit of podcast housekeeping. Um, You're listening to this right now wherever you get your pods casted. Not quite sure where that might be. uh, Judging by my end of things, you're probably listening to this on Spotify or through uh, Apple Podcasts or something like that. I want to say thank you. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and for the person, the reason why I'm doing some housekeeping is because somebody asked me why I don't do a more like polished thing the way that the chat is with more than an intro with with drops and sound and, and echo and, and why don't I master this better? And I, I don't want to. I want this to remain for as long as possible. I want this to remain not a podcast, part of a network or you know something like that. If I ever got that opportunity, I'd absolutely take it. But I want this to remain for as much as possible, a conversation between me and you. And maybe one day there will be sponsors and you and I can talk about Stamps.com or Audible or um, I, I don't know, uh, whatever you know shit in a box is popular this week. Maybe, maybe that'll happen, but I always want this to be a conversation. Now, granted, it's a one-sided thing because I'm just talking and hopefully you're listening and maybe you're talking to yourself, but I at least want to just, it's just me talking to you while we're out and about in the world. That's the, that's the vibe I want. That's what's important. So thank you for being here. Thanks for checking out everything. Thanks for checking out the YouTube. Uh, by the way, that's youtube.com forward slash Adamus. Uh, thanks for checking out, uh, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash John helps you write better. Thanks for checking everything out. I make, I really appreciate it. And if you want to support this, cause you know, support is good. Uh, you can find me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash John helps you write better. Yeah. Okay. You ready to write better? Yeah. That sounds like a good promo. Let's do it. Here we go. When I was a little boy, we used to go to the circus. I, for the most part, liked it from what I remember. Uh, I liked the smell of different, you know, animals. I liked the fact that sometimes you watched elephants poop. I liked the fact that um, it, was, it was very loud and active, but in an exciting way. I started to not like it when a clown uh, climbed up like crab walked over the back of chairs to try to make me laugh uh, it terrified the shit out of me, and I'm still afraid of clowns as a result. Uh, and I didn't. I started definitely not liking it when I realized that a lot of uh, the animals, if not all the animals, are horribly mistreated. And the reason why they're pooping all over the place or they're they're peeing, you know, frantically over there is because they're terrified from everything else that's going on. It's it's an awful existence for them, and it shouldn't exist. But uh, I didn't know any better. So I liked it. And one of the things I, I liked the most was that on a high wire act, whether it was a guy or a bunch of people swinging on trapezes or walking across a tightrope, there was this really springy net underneath them. And they, you know, do a split or a trick or whatever, and they'd hit this net and they would, like the net would really, really stretch. And then all of a sudden, like a rubber band, it would pew shoot them way up and they do another little roll or something. And then they land dramatically on the, on the ground. And it would be this big like, ta-da moment. I loved that. I loved that net. I loved that big bouncy feel of things. I, I wanted that net. I wanted to try and bounce in it and see if I would, you know, get launched up into the air or something. But I also like the net for what it represented for these people who were doing all these swings and dips and splits and tricks and whatever, that this net would catch them and it would be, you know, a big bounce. And then they'd land on the ground and be back on their feet like it was it was okay It was it was there to save them. I wanted that feeling more than anything else in the world because the way I grow up, I, I didn't have a net. And the way I operate this business, my previous business, really anything I've, I've ever really done, there's never been that safety net, whether that's by my own design, where I didn't stop and plan, or just by the fact that I exist in a world with late stage capitalism. So there's no ability to have a financial safety net if you're under a certain age or you weren't privileged enough to maintain and lock it in in a certain way, shape, or form. Like, There's no net. And I want there to be a net. And I've had to build together my own kind of net. And I got to tell you, I'm not a great net maker. Now, I didn't go to school for netology. I didn't practice my net making technique at any other point in my life. There's just an absence of good net tech in my existence. I think about it a lot. I think about it a lot as I get older. I think about it a lot as I see opportunities kind of fly by and I say things to myself like, man, if only I had done XYZ different, if only I had gone to California, if only I had moved to Miami, if only I had done this, if only I had stood up to that person, if only I had said how I really feel or done the thing I really wanted to do, or if only I say this to a person or say this to an opportunity, then things would be better and different because I would have had different circumstances and I would have had a different net. I'm somebody who is affected by an awful lot of if-onlys. And if-onlys tend to not play nice with nets because if you spend your time up in your head thinking about if-only, if you spend a lot of your time wondering like what could have been rather than where you're at, well, then you end up in a situation where you're not quite totally focused on doing what you're wanting to do, whatever that might be. I want to reach, you know, I want to I make sure a 1,000 people hear this podcast. I want to make sure that one day I do a stream with five people who watch the whole thing. I want to do work that actually moves and affects people. And if I sit here and start spiraling, spinning, and wondering, oh, well, what about this, and I could have done that, and this could have gone better, and that could have gone better, and if only I had done this, then I'm not really focused on reaching my goal And that net isn't there to catch me when I screw up because I'm going to screw up. I'm going to make mistakes. It's a goal. You don't start automatically succeeding at goals. you got to work towards them. That is a lesson that you should learn before you start trying to do the tricks on the high wire or the trapeze. That is not something you want to learn the minute you swing off with the trapeze and realize, oh shit, I've never trapezed before in my life. And I think for too many of us, we realize that there's no net the minute we let go of that bar and it sucks to fall. Because I've fallen, metaphorically and figuratively, many, many times many times in my life and I'm tired of falling. And as I get older, it's a lot harder to get back up. It's a lot harder to want to get back up. And I'm not blaming anybody other than me, I want to blame other people. I want to totally push this off and say it's all them and not me. But that's not how this works. That's not what we do. That's not the right way to go about things because it's nobody's fault but my own. I walked into this. I got into this. I didn't stop and think. I didn't stop and plan. I didn't make those choices. I made other choices. So it's on me. Now, if I sit and stew in that, I'm going to be negative all day, so I don't want to sit here and just say, oh, well, it's all me and all my fault and all this sucks. I don't want to do that. But I also know myself well enough to know that if I always build an elaborate net that's super springy and always there, then there's a chance I will grow complacent because I will always have this net. So if I always want to hang out in this big springy net, I'll never really have to try because hell, I can just let go and the net's fine. The net's always there. It's a delicate balance between knowing a net is there so that you can take a risk and being willing to take a risk and knowing that, yeah, there's a net, but I'm not going to need it. The best way I've ever found in my life to operate that way, the best way In my life, I have ever found to be that way is to, instead of obsessing over the micro portions of the trapeze act, worrying about what to do with my hands, worrying about the right wording for this thing, worried about the right way to pitch or the right, you know, ad to make or how long something should be, rather than getting stuck on these, frankly, stupid little bits, the best thing to do is go back to the technique, go back to the overall Rigmarole, go back to the things I have rehearsed so many times that it's beyond muscle memory. I know what this button does. I know how to do this. I can talk into a microphone. I do it all the time. I don't have to worry about that. I don't need a safety net for when my voice cracks. I need a safety net for when I put a thing out and nobody hears it. That safety net is just there it's not great, it's not going to save me, I could lose the house, I could go back to the car, the cats could die, I could run out of food, the power could get turned off, the internet might go out, loads of different things could happen. If I sit and worry about them, and then sit and worry about the 10,000 million step plan I have to fix each and every single one of them, I won't go forward. And the whole point of that High Wire Act, the whole point of the Trapeze Act, is to go forward. I want to go forward. I can't stop and build a super net. I can't because if I do that, I'm not up on the high wire act. I'm not doing the thing I want to be doing. I'm not taking the risk. I'm being too safe. I'm being too conservative. You got to build a little bit of a net and then get back up on that high wire. Build a little bit more of that net. Get up on that high wire and try two tricks, three tricks, five tricks so that you are coming down and going up and always building And moving. Now, a lot of people will hear that and get impatient. A lot of people will hear that and just feel like it's not enough. It's enough. Let me tell you, it's enough. I'm not talking about, oh, you got to take your money and put it under the mattress because that's some bullshit boomer shit. Um, I'm talking about how when you're writing, when you're producing, when you're making art and you're worried that it's just not right because you're seeing somebody else's stuff and you're thinking your shit doesn't match their shit, you just got to keep moving. Good technique. Practice your technique. Get up on that high wire. Work the swings. Work the, I don't know, high wire stuff. So just pretend I'm saying correct terms for circus shit. Practice your technique and practice, practice, practice. Go over it again. Don't rewrite the same draft five times. Keep moving forward. Draft. Learn how to revise. Get coaching. Come over here and talk to this. Learn this. Pick this up. Ask questions here. Ask questions there. Challenge yourself. Do a little bit more reading. Read in your genre. Read out of your genre. Please, 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 please read out of your genre. Get better up there with the technique. There's a net you can always start over. That's the nice thing about you know being a writer. You can always find another blank page. You can always find another thing to start. And yeah, you can be mad that, oh, I wrote this thing, and it's not going anywhere, so i got to start over. You can totally be mad, but how long are you going to be mad? The thing I remember most about the circus is that when somebody would finish their stuff and they jump into the net, they didn't stay in the net. They hit the net, they bounced around a little bit, and then they landed on the ground. They didn't stay on the net. Now, for me, I'm somebody who stays in the net too long. I know I do. I'm doing it now, not right this second I'm talking to you, but in general, I stay in the net too long because it's safe. There's no risk. I don't have to deal with being hurt. I don't have to feel angry or stupid. But you got to stay in the net just long enough. The net's your friend. The net's good, but it's time to do the tricks. It's time to do the work. That's why we do this. If we just wanted to have the net and bounce around in it, we'd all be doing safer shit. We'd all be, I don't know, working something menial and low effort. It's not a great life. We want to be doing the tricks. We want to be bouncing knowing that we have confidence in this net no matter how big it is or how small it is or how worn it may seem. You get to build that net. You get to build that net every time you save your draft. You get to build that net every time you back your stuff up in more than one place. You get to build that net every time you find a human being you can trust with your art. You get to build that net when you ask a question and get an answer and feel more capable. You can build that net every time you just try a thing and it doesn't blow up in your face. That's really important. A net is really good. It doesn't absolve you from the risk. It doesn't give you a permission slip to make everything easier, but it's there to help you so that you don't just smack on the ground. What's your net like? Have you thought about it lately? You should. I'll talk to you tomorrow.